0: Peace, 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 and welcome to The Rematch, which is part of the basketballnews.com podcast network. On The Rematch, you'll hear in-depth interviews with notable names from all walks of life. Because sometimes the media just doesn't get it right. The Rematch is that second opportunity to clarify, put things in proper context, correct fake news or misreported controversy, the media still exists as the most powerful entity on earth because they control the minds of the masses. I'm Anton Thomas and the full truth is what we are aiming to catch. Many media stories omit details that would dilute their clickbait roar and that's why there's a need for the rematch. Today I sat down with two media giants, David Aldridge and Mark Spears of ESPN for a debate about the ongoing rift with NBA players and media, the contrast between old media and new media, what the role of the media should be, and what real effects talking heads like Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, Nick Wright, and those of their ilk can have on the entire basketball world. This was a healthy debate with a multitude of different perspectives presented. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to The Rematch. Today, my guests are two men who I have a great deal of respect for. Uh, First, the the OG, David Aldridge. Um, He's been in the media game for decades, Uh, sports journalist and sideline reporter, currently senior writer for The Athletic. And I can read off all your accolades and awards, but we would be here all day. But Mr. David Aldridge, how are you doing, sir? Ethan, always a pleasure to talk to you, man. I'm doing fine. Definitely, definitely. And next, we have senior NBA writer for ESPN and Anscape, which is the revamped version of The Undefeated, a co-author of The Spencer Haywood Rule and host of
2: Beyond 28 Podcast, Mr. Mark Spears. How are you doing, sir? Man, good morning. You know, morning. I love you. You got me up in the morning. I so said, I'll get up for him. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey!
0: Listen, I definitely appreciate y'all taking the time out and coming on the rematch today, basketballnews.com and Block TV, and um, we're going to discuss the relationship or the tension uh, between the media and players, which has been in existence for quite some time. But with more players now going into the media, uh, that tension has been vocalized more and more. Then, um, David, I'll start with you. What what is your take on this current rift, if you will? Um, with the, the new media and old media? What, 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 is, what is your overall take on, on it as a whole?
1: Well, uh, I think you have to start, time with, with um, kind of definitions, right? You have to start. Words are important. Words matter to me. <laughs> I've made my living with them. Um, and so you have to kind of, we, we're not, we can't start a discussion on this until we all agree what we're talking about know, we're okay. talk about old media versus new media um, that's that's a very kind of broad scale definition um, you know if you're including an old media kind of traditional um, print broadcast reporters who who cover sports teams and things like that okay that's that's one way you can define old media but if you're lumping into old media kind of this More recent phenomenon of this talking head stuff that you see on TV, I would push back to say that's to me that's not media, that's television, that's a whole different thing. And and that's fair. And I I think that you know television is based on conflict, whether the conflict is real or not, (laughs) it does not really matter Um, for television. It's you. My journalism professor in college used to always say, "We do not write stories about planes that land on time and cars that drive on the right side of the road." (laughs) 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 Very true. Um, So (laughs) that that kind of if you're if you're talking about that kind of media, that kind of um, whatever you want to call it, um, that's part of that. That's a worthy discussion. Certainly, players now are controlling their own, um, contributions to media They're They're starting their own media companies where they have creative control over the product. They do the interviewing for lack of, you know, you know, for better term Mm -hmm. and they, you know, control the message. And I think that's great. (laughs) I think it's great. Um, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with players. Tribune. I have no problem with podcasts where, where the host is a player. I would just say that's that also is not what I would consider media, you know, because media is not generally, generally, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of a one sided prism. It's a two sided, ideally, it's a multi sided prism, but it's at least a two sided prism um, conduit of information flow. But i look, that's my no, no, no. right.
0: But I think that's a good I think it's a good point. And Mark, you know, we we've talked about this. Um and, and you have an issue as well as far as lumping all of the media into one big
2: bucket. Um you you've expressed that to me. Um talk about that a little bit as well. Well for years I always kind of feel when people say the media, like We're this gang, like the Crips or the Bloods or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the media. The meat you know, it it, <laughs> it just kinda of cracks me up, but um you know, ESPN always. I tell, well, I tell athletes, I'm like, ESPN stands for Entertainment Sports Network. Uh, you got to remember that. Like, so these shows are such to conjure discussion, conjure probably more debate than anything else. So when Draymond says that, I've, I've been wanting to ask him because I'm a lot of people's definition is different. Like. Draymond, what's your definition? What does that mean when you say that? You know, um, because I think it's more of a definition with television, as David mentioned. Um players talking about players, media like Stephen A, or you know, the guys on Fox talking about players. Um, but it's interesting. Um you you see a guy like Perkins, Kendrick Perkins, who's you know, was a good NBA player, wasn't a superstar, but he shows you J.J. Redick wasn't a superstar. Kenny Smith was a good player, wasn't a superstar. But if you give some strong takes, uh, if you have opinions, if you're entertainment entertaining, you may make it on TV more so than a, uh, a superstar, you know. Um, Patrick Beverly somehow made it on TV and <laughs> made his presence known, and I, I, but I, I remember, and I told you this, He's time talking to Alan Iverson and asking him, like, why why won't you do TV? I think you would be great on, on one of those shows. He's like, man, I just don't want to talk bad about my, my brother, my brothers. I, I don't want to talk bad about them. So I, I think the definition, I'm guessing the definition from which Draymond keeps speaking of deals with the talking heads in the morning, the shows. Mm-hmm. and But most journalists are journalists. They're, they're not trying to entertain and give you their opinion or are not even allowed to give you their opinion. So that's where I think it's maybe touches a, a nerve, say with me or David, because I think we're just, we're not new media, we're not old media. I think we're just media. <laughs> we just, we're just journalists. So let
0: me ask you this, you know, And I'll start, you know, Malcolm X said a long time ago that the media is the most powerful entity on earth because they control the minds of the masses. Now, going from it from that standpoint, whether you're a journalist, whether you're, you know, a talking head, whether you're doing podcasts, you're still controlling the minds of the masses from the standpoint where people are viewing you as the media. So when you have different talking heads, you know, kind of pontificating on whatever their points are, they're able to control the narrative, shape the minds of people and have a, uh, to have certain opinions towards athletes, and I think that's what a lot of athletes are pushing back on is the the level of not just reporting the news or, or um, analyzing or being critical of someone's play, but the inflammatory, you know, where it's personal and it's a personal attack on a person in a way, and a player in a way that it shapes the minds of the fans of that player and those are and that's a little bit more of why it's it's all
2: in the category of the media does that make sense give me give me your names of the 10 most inflammatory or the five most inflammatory people that you're speaking of in your in your opinion
0: well, I mean, the people that you named. I mean, you got, you know, Stephen A. Smith, um, Skip Bayless, you have um, Nick Wright, you have, um, you know, all, all the people on the ESPN and, and the Fox um, channels, the people who are being played every single morning. Yeah. And their their opinion is being taken as if it is media. You know what I mean? As if it is news, as, if, as these, these are facts. And then what happens is that, when they repeat, you know how it is, when you repeat something over and over and over again, people start believing it. And then so you repeat that this guy is trash. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, trade him for a bag of chips. You know, he's he's a terrible player. He's this, Those type of descriptions then permeate throughout the entire basketball world or sports world, and they become reality. So it's-
1: I, I got, yeah, see, I got to jump into this. This is the same argument I have with C.J. McCollum all the time as the president of the Players Association. Mm-hmm. And I say this to him all the time. C.J., you play professional basketball for a living, (laughs) okay? Like, you're one of 450 people on earth who are in the NBA, which means you know more about what makes a good basketball player than I ever will, than Mark Spears ever will. Why do you give a damn what Stephen A. Smith
0: says about basketball? Like, why do you care? (laughs) I'll I'll tell you why, though. I'll tell you why, though, because – when somebody repeats something and it reverberates throughout the entire basketball world, everybody takes it as news. So, so for instance, people will say, "Why do you care what Fox News says? We know they're not real news." But if they repeat something over and over again, people start to believe it so as the they. People they that, Eton, the people that believe that, if you want
1: to, if you want to take that, are people that are going to believe that the election wasn't real. Like, right. so why are you? <laughs> Why are you worried about the opinions of people who don't think Joe Biden's the actual president of the United States but, <laughs> or who think there's a, there's a child pornography ring out of Comet Pizza on Connecticut Avenue? But, I mean, but, you know, there's – I don't know why it's important that everybody have – the only people that should matter to me are players and general managers and coaches and owners – opinions. If you're telling me owner's opinions are swayed by what's on Fox or what's on ESPN in the morning, then I would say, wow, that's that, that's a problem. But you know,
0: I don't think, they, think they, are? they
1: are because I think the guys that deserve to get paid still get paid. I think the guys that deserve to be on all NBA teams still make all NBA teams. I think the guys that have the personality to get commercials, get commercials. I don't see yeah. where the deleterious effect on players is other than on Twitter which isn't real anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is Twitter? It's not real. That's not what. What's that? Ninety-five percent of people on this planet do not look at Twitter at all. Don't know what Twitter is. So why do you care?
0: <laughs> but this is the thing, uh, David. Though you, we're just seeing right now, and I'm, you know, relating into the Fox News um, example that you gave. That if you know, we're seeing with the January 6th Commission right now, many people were swayed. Many people were swayed by what they were told. They were told that the election was stolen. And you had all those people organized over that uh, untruth that was permeated on Fox News and repeated over and over again. Now I'm making a correlation to something being repeated over and over again on every single talk show, on ESPN, on Fox Fox Sports, all on on the news talk shows, everything being repeated over and over again, people start believing it. So then once they start believing it, you know what I mean? Then it takes its power whether it's true or not. Well,
1: what's yeah. what's the power? That's what I keep getting back to. What effect does it have materially on basketball players? Do they get less fewer contracts? They get worse contracts because of something that's on first take or on what, whatever the other shows are called do they get less accolades do they get fewer all-star appearances or fewer endorsement deals nothing happens to them except people yapping it has no impact on them i have to, I have to disagree point. i
0: have to What's disagree
1: impact
0: but listen okay so i've i've been I'll, I'll go back to my washington wizards years right my teammate was kwame brown you know Stephen a smith in particular and a lot of different you know commentators that we're talking about on ESPN every single day made it their point to say that everything that happened wrong with the Wizards was Kwame Brown's fault. I was there. I was watching. They created narratives that, oh, he was this bumpkin that didn't know how to order food. And then I'm literally sitting in a restaurant with him reading an article with somebody saying he doesn't know how to order food. This is why high school players shouldn't be in the league. There's agendas attached to the things that are said. The reason why you saw Kwame Brown recently Go off on all the media because he just couldn't take it anymore. Twenty years of silence, but he was like, "Okay, this is the last straw right here," and then he blew up. Did he go overboard? Maybe, but it was for twenty years of it being built up. So when you ask what 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 effect can it have, I've seen it firsthand. Have the effect.
1: Okay. Okay. I would again, uh, Mark. I want you to jump in here. Here I'm, again,
0: I'm, I'm enjoying
2: this, y'all. Continue.
1: Again, Etan, you're right. People did say Kwame Brown was a was a bad first pick. A lot of people said it, wrote it, whatever. Kwame Brown still played 10 years in the NBA. He didn't ha- – it's not like his career ended because he got bad press. He played a long time in the NBA. <laughs> um, so, again, I talk I, – I differentiate between kind of bar talk, you know, talk at, or, or talk in the basement when you're with your guys and you're watching TNT and Chuck says something – Chuck says Zion Williamson is overweight – and they all laugh, That's I, I wouldn't do it that way. You know me. I don't think Spears would do it that way. But Zion Williamson is still going to make a ton of money in this league. He's still going to be – he's still a very important part of the Pelicans' future. So what I'm saying is I don't see where the impact is where, where people – if you're saying people's feelings get hurt, I agree with you, and that's worth discussing. If you're saying it's wrong to clown Kwame Brown because that's not – because it's it's a you know it's unfair to Kwame and it makes him feel bad or it makes and it and it hurts his family members i would say you are exactly right and that's worth talking about and that's worth discussing um but in terms of the overall impact that this that all of this really has on people on athletes i mean i just think there's differentiations but i've talked long enough spears go ahead and talk i've talked long
2: enough no, I, I do think that the the, the people that are Journal, I mean, athletes are probably upset out, really account for probably 2% of the whole journalist population. Most journalists probably write by the book, um, write in a newspaper fashion, just tell the news. Um, it's not a lot of opinion. There there are, even in the newspaper world, unfortunately, there's not even a lot of columnists anymore. A lot of these columnists have, have gone by the wayside. And then also uh, on the internet, I think you have to decipher like who's journalist and who's just throwing stuff together with the blogs and, and so the definition of who media is now is is, is quite confusing. Um but I, I just um I, I notice the name Stephen A keeps coming up, keeps coming up, keeps coming up. Stephen A is an entertainer. That's that's his job. And um but in the same token I I remember when hearing like and, and david could back me up on this for years man like russell westbrook was just a jerk to the print media let me be specific, specific to print media i'm like well, i met him early in his career he seemed cool like what's the issue what's the problem for every game just short smart ass answers just didn't want to be there and for years i just always wondered like what is the issue and ultimately, later, I guess, it was his book or something like that, or no, it was a documentary. He said that Jeff Van Gundy and Magic Johnson said something bad about him on TV. So <laughs> I was like, he'd been taking that out on us for ten years because those two guys on TV said something, and yeah. I, I, I really think that the access, like if if if, a, if somebody on TV is really bothering a player, they should call him. And handle it one on one because the majority of the people that cover that player are, and I'm like I'm saying, about 98% of the people that are covering that player are really just covering that player and, and don't have the ability to even make an opinion about whether they're overweight or whether they suck or not or anything like that. Um, we, you know, I, on ESPN, when they have me on TV, they're just asking me, they're, they're not, they're, I play college basketball, but they don't care about my opinion on players. They they care about my opinion on performance and what a team needs to do to win or, you know, but not, you know, they don't ask for my personal opinion. And so I think ultimately a lot of these opinions either are coming from somebody like, you know, Stephen A or that has that kind of power to do that. But mostly it's coming from former players who I, I think may feel pressure that in order for me to keep this job, I, I, I got to be outspoken. So I, I think of a few
0: things, I, and I'll agree with you that the majority of the media, whatever bucket you want to include everyone in, the majority of the media do not conduct themselves like Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless or Nick Wright or, you know, those of that ilk. Um, but they are the loudest voices, and those are the voices that you hear every day. And that loud voice drives not only the masses of sports fans, but it also impacts the way that journalists. Yeah,
2: but but, but I, I will preface it. I, I will stop you real quick to say this is. Um, but this is. You, you mentioned that other news outlet; they report their misinformation as facts. Yes. Where I think Wright and Smith that they're, they're just talking sports and giving their opinion
0: but they present them as though they're facts. So and, and that's like telling um, – honestly, Stephen A. Smith has the same power over the masses that Tucker Carlson has over the right. We, they'll, they'll say all the time, Tucker Carlson's not a real journalist. <laughs> they ain't not a mm. member of the media. Not that, but he still has the same Steve, power. Stephen same A. doesn't conjure racism, masses.
2: though. That's, What's I, that? I said Stephen A. doesn't conjure racism.
0: I'm not saying I know. – I'm not talking about the topic. I'm talking yeah, about right, the right, level okay. of influence. Hey, but- uh, it's an
1: Alec for sake of discussion. I will accept your, 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 your comparison. Mm-hmm. Right. If the, if the, if the, if the talk, if the argument is these people are on TV every day, therefore they have a lot of power. Therefore their, their opinions carry weight. Yes. I will come back to you again. With who? <laughs> with who? With who do with they the care this weight? World. With the entire sports world. Okay, but that's, but Ethan. I would disagree with you. It's not the entire sports world because the entire sports world includes team owners, team general managers, head coaches, players. And nobody's gotten more bad criticism of late than Kyrie. Let's use Kyrie as an example. Okay. Kyrie just opted in for thirty-seven million dollars, and guess what? When he's a free agent next year, somebody else is going to give him a big contract. Might be yeah. Brooklyn, it might not be, but somebody going to give Kyrie some more paper to play. Well, but you
0: don't think the narrative that has been repeated by those of Stephen A. Smith and uh, uh, you know and those of that ilk has has hurt the entire image of Kyrie? I mean, going going back, going from this past year, we'll take we'll take what why he was sitting out. During the pandemic, and he didn't want to take the vaccine. He was uncomfortable with the vaccine, which a large portion of the country was uncomfortable with. It you know, I had a different conclusion than he had, but I respect his conclusion. Everybody was okay with it until he started missing games, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, now we can't, you can't miss." And then you had Stephen A. Smith. Oh, he doesn't want to play. Oh, he doesn't want. And then that control that started swaying a narrative, where the entire pendulum started to.
1: Do you like, do you believe Etan that that if we if we accept your, if we say if I say I agree with you about that 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 was Stephen A's opinion or whoever's opinion on, on Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. do you think nobody on the Brooklyn Nets had the same opinion? <laughs> I mean, come on. Do you think nobody oh, on, on the Brooklyn Nets was like, hey, I'd love Kyrie to play, but I, I understand, I respect his wishes to not play. But, even nobody, but nobody
0: was on the Brooklyn Nets was carrying the narrative publicly that he was abandoning his team.
1: Okay but so, so, sure. right,
0: so, once, so once you once you have a Stephen A. Smith that says that repeatedly, then you have journalists who start repeating what Stephen A. Smith said in their articles okay then you so have so a whole a whole, a whole again. narrative that permeates throughout it's the I, I, I would I would humbly submit to you
1: that there were a lot of people within the Brooklyn Nets organization that had the exact same opinion.
0: Oh I'm not that that talking Kyrie about that. Letting them about down that, Kyrie,
1: that they needed Kyrie to win they're trying to win championships of course. And, Okay, but that's my point. So they didn't want to say it publicly, but that doesn't mean they didn't have the opinion. I mean the you, the inference is that only journalists, only reporters had this opinion. No, a lot of people had this opinion. No, if they said it. That doesn't mean that other people didn't agree with them or didn't think didn't have the same opinion.
2: I, I
0: think you just I think was, of I the, think power of a the was
2: just probably loudest with it. What's I mean, that? I said a lot of people had the same opinion. I just think Stephen A. was just loudest with his. Definitely. Okay. So,
1: so, well, well, so what's? So again, <sighs> if every, if
0: lots of people had the same opinion, some well, you're you're, you're 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 still you're still discounting the power of the pen, the power of whether it's the pen or the microphone that 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 Stephen A. Smith and those have. There is power in it. So when you repeat something over and over again. There is power in it okay. there is power uh, in it what
1: okay. the i'm I'm saying the impact of the power I believe I think is far less, especially when you're talking about and look, we all love sports, we all make our living in sports, okay, okay. all, all right. of us love writing, talking, thinking about sports, we're all fans of sports, but it's not the same. I don't believe as The power of, say, the political media, (laughs) you know, the power of the political press to kind of shape agendas where legacy media like The New York Times has an an outsized influence on the way the rest of the, the political press covers things because people still read The New York Times every day. That's way different than I would suggest any talking head on, a, on one of the debate shows. Do they have influence? Yes. Do they have some ephemeral type of power and influence over a certain segment of the population? I would agree. I would just again say, what is the impact of that power on a player? I would suggest, I would say the impact is, does it help shape perception of a player? Yes, it does. I would agree with you. It does help
0: shape perception of a player. And you don't think the perception of a player has anything to any impact on a, on a GM, a president, or a team? That's I what you're would, saying.
1: I would ask you, if you if you were talking, who has the worst reputation in pro basketball right now? I mean, I'm, I don't have an answer. I'm asking you. Who do you think has, based on the media's quote-unquote um shaping of their perception who has the worst reputation in the NBA right now
0: Um,
1: I mean is it Kyrie Irving maybe it's Kyrie I will just sake of argument I'm not saying it is or isn't let's just say sake of argument Kyrie Irving because people have been killing him for the vaccine and for a lot of other things has the worst reputation in the NBA he's going to be a free agent next year I defy you to tell me he's not going to get paid next year be, regardless of this perception of him out there. If you're telling me Kyrie Irving's gonna have to take the minimum next year to play in the NBA, I would say you are you are incorrect. I'll be dollars right now, he will not be playing for the minimum next year. And He's fair enough, here.
0: but but if you tell me that he if he was an unrestricted free agent this year and the narrative that hasn't been created around him wouldn't have impacted what teams signed him yeah, for, I would respectfully disagree.
2: I would disagree he could, way. Way. He could play.
0: Listen! Listen! I, Stephen yeah, A. Smith I, has been saying, saying wins out. you know
1: this. Talent wins out, man."
0: Listen! No, he always been, wins. Drumming, listen! He's been drumming. Only sign him for a year. Don't sign him for. So you, so you don't tell me that if he was an unrestricted free agent, after hearing that constantly from people like Stephen A. Smith, that teams would not be a little bit more hesitant to sign him for a long-term deal than they would for a year, which Stephen A. Smith has been premier That's I, what I don't you don't tell me. no impact.
1: Okay. At yeah. some point, Etan. At some point, the player has to have some responsibility.
0: For it. I agree. I'm not, I'm, 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 <laughs> we're talking about we're, so what we're talking about with the case of Kyrie is the vaccine, and that, that's, that's what we're yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's the vaccine, but it's also and look, I'm
1: not I'm not questioning his right motivation or his reasoning. He took off games last the year before. He just took games off. Now maybe he needed to. I'm not I'm not saying he was wrong to do it. but I'm saying he took he just in the middle of the season said I need to take a few games off okay that's fine <laughs> but there is impact with that etan there's impact when but, but,
0: do, do, but you understand the the double-edged sword that we're, we're talking about when you have a uh nba who is embracing mental health on certain yes, aspects i'm not saying but you're this,
1: wrong to do. No, but, but
0: this but this what i'm saying you there's a narrative that's created if the narrative created was 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 and was that um, a champion for mental health, and, and that whole narrative was pushed that way, the entire perception would have been completely different of the games that he took off because he said I he needed Kyrie a break. Got, for, you know what, what I'm saying? Was, the whole thing would have been
1: completely different. That both ways, though. When he said, Kyrie what? said When Kyrie said, I don't think we should go to the bubble, Right. I think a lot of people... But what? A lot of people applauded him for that. He told. A lot of people said, He Hey, at least this guy, this guy's thinking about something other than basketball. I gave him credit for that, and he's he's not. He's saying we don't we should use this platform that we have in the wake of George Floyd. Maybe we should do right. it for something else besides playing games. Now, I don't think I'm not saying everybody agree with that, but a lot of people in the media, as you put it, said, you know what. At least he's thinking about something other than basketball for a second. But also,
0: a lot of people in the media called him names like dumb. It's the dumbest thing they ever heard. That's the stupidest thing they've ever heard. But this is is the player's problem with a lot when they say the new media, old media, is Mm -hmm. the certain language that is used in order to critique someone. So, for example, we can move for Kyrie, but like say for um, Andrew Wiggins, Mm-hmm. And the level of the language that was used by Nick Wright—he he said he specifically, he like, know, no, "No, Nick Wright." As far as one person, right? But you keep coming back to these same two or three people. Well, me. it's Not for my
1: people, but it's the loudest people that you hear. Okay, it's that people. doesn't mean—I mean, I think. But, 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 wait, this but wait, but wait, is but my I mean, frustration. This is my frustration. But but if they that, are the loudest voices, okay. But but this is the whole point. uh uh-huh. You you decry the loudest voices. And Who decrys the loudest voices? Right, no, right. no, no. What I'm saying. Listen, to what I'm saying. Okay. You can cry the loudest voices, and decry the, and and then say the, uh you know, but but in doing so, you're granting them the authority. You say you don't want to give them. This is my point. Like you don't have to give Nick Wright a power. You don't have to say, well, Nick Wright says it, so everybody say it. You can just well, say, no, right, no, right, not, easy. But that's
0: not just whether I, whether somebody yeah, says wait, it, I it or not. Oh, no, no, no. but but wait, whether somebody says it or not. The entire narrative on Andrew Wiggins for this entire year was that he was what what Nick Wright called him a bad player. That was until, if, if he wouldn't have won, if he would now he he did well. He you know they made it to the playoffs, then they made it to the finals. Then you saw Nick Wright backing it back. He said, "Okay, but I was wrong, well, in, but Ethan, I said I just, I, do,
2: I just see it as one person." But, said, but wait, but wait, but one I, second. I don't.
0: But wait, wait, wait one thing. It gospel. One thing, though, he, he did – he. the only reason why he apologized was because they did well, but he missed the point was that the issue was in his description of him. He didn't have to prove him wrong for him to still be wrong in how he described him. So the problem is that a lot of um, people have – players have with the media is the descriptive words they use as far as trash, the terrible player, shouldn't be in the league, wouldn't be – but that.
1: I come back to what I said before, time I okay. don't know why you why you give people who say things like that that are obviously inflammatory and designed to create a reaction, why you allow them to give you that reaction. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like I could choose to watch Tucker Carlson every night and get really angry about the things that he says and the inflammatory language he uses and the obvious talking points and the racism and all that. I could get really upset. I could watch it every night. I could read his tweets and go, God, what a terrible human being. Or I could just say, he's an idiot. (laughs) Why am I giving him any currency? Why am I listening to him? He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's and, lying,
0: and if that's well, the I, truth, why, why would if you we both you? agree on that, if we if we can both we both agree on that, but you look at the millions of people who listen and hang on his every word, again. just like they hang on every word of Stephen A. Smith.
1: Okay, but again, these are people who don't think the election is was real. So why why are you why do you spend your energy and your time worrying about the opinions of people who who are ve- who are swayed into believing that. That a dead dictator in the in in South America somehow controlled this last election? They're not worth your time. And, and They're I, not I have invincible. To They're not swayable. So if, why are you worrying about
0: that? If they didn't have the power that they had. To, to to shift opinions okay, and shift minds, then I wouldn't worry about them. The only reason why you worry about them is, the only reason why you worry about a Tucker Carlson, the only reason why we're looking at the January 6th commission right now is because of the power that people had to be able to sway people into doing something that they did. That's the reason why you worry about what they say. Yes, we know that Tucker Carlson be lying most of the time. Yes, we know he was a racist. Yes, we know what all the different things, but we saw in real time the power of words, the power of the media. If you want to call Fox News media, so it's in them, and also the danger of the media. So, so, so in in coming back to the NBA, I do wish that there were more people that had the journalistic integrity of David Aldridge and Mark Spears. I do, and, and not not only just in your writing, but also in your commentary daily on ESPN or Fox News, not yours, but the people who are on there. Yeah. So, so, so in calling them out which was what the, the young, the players, the new media, whatever you want to call them, wants mm-hmm. to do is to be able to say, don't listen to them. Don't you listen know, to what, what they're you telling you. You know what
2: I would ask them to do? Uh uh-huh. Don't just say who you mad at. Period. Oh, you're, you're saying not say everybody, just say particular. Yeah. No, I no, mean, like I'm telling the athlete, if, if there is something that bothers you, like Draymond was upset with what Kendrick Perkins said about him, and he made comment directly to Perk.
0: Okay.
2: If, if an athlete, if you got a problem with what Nick Wright say, say it to Nick Wright. That's not everybody. That's Nick Wright's issue. So I, I, my point is that players have the ability to clap back at somebody. Uh, Kyrie said something back to – what I forgot his – Stephen A. Smith. They were going back and forth. Before, well, that too. But the guy from Fox that Steve used to work with, uh, what's his name? I, I don't watch all them shows like that. But I guess I guess that's what yeah. But so my I, point I, is man. if you got a problem with somebody, they're, they're, these people on these shows, their job is to be entertaining. Yeah. And I get it. They, they say things that certainly get under player's skin, but if it bothers you that much, if I got a problem with somebody, I'll say it to that person. I'm not gonna blame the whole world for the media world for uh what one person's opinion wants.
0: And I think that's a fair point. I think that's a fair point, and I and I'll ask. We're talking right about
2: people. no, no. Like ten people.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and
0: and
1: I, 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 I it just it, you, I just get frustrated because I've been doing this for a long time. Spears has been doing this for a long time. hmm And the and the, there are so many people who care deeply about doing the right thing and doing this job the right way. And it's, it is by far, I mean, it's not even, even if you, if you said 5% of the people who are in the media, quote unquote, are inflammatory on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Are inflammatory to draw attention and to drive traffic and for clicks and things like that. Even if you said it was 5%, I would, I would say, I don't think it's 5%. But if I, even if I give you 5%, that means that 95% of the people who are in my line of work and in Spears' line of work try to do the right thing and try to do this job the right way every day. Do not call attention to ourselves. Don't want to call attention to ourselves. And yet we're lumped in with everybody that has a microphone or that has a pen. And that just is unfair. It's it's just as unfair as the criticism that you say the players get. (laughs) Like, why are you lumping people who try to do this the right way? who try to be fair to athletes who who want to be fair to to athletes who want to be fair to everybody, because that's our job is to try to be fair to everybody. And we just kind of get lumped in and, and, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're kind of like, well, why does the media do well? It's not the media. (laughs) It's a few people in, in this line of work who do that. And you know who they are, (laughs) you know, like I just, I just don't, you know, I just think, I think it. You know, it cuts both ways. If you say people in the media are unfair to athletes and help set the agenda, I would say people, athletes, sometimes are unfair and lump all media together. And a, I would say that's a fair campaign. point.
0: I would say that's a fair point. You know, it's interesting, and, I, and I'll and I'll make this point, and I'll let you go because I know you guys got to leave, and I appreciate you for your time. I just want to say that. Um, but I just, I, I I just wrote a book called um, "Police Brutality and White Supremacy: mm-hmm. White American Traditions." Uh, fight against American traditions. And one of the things that I did was I interviewed different a few different police officers in the book. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they said was, well, when people talk about police brutality and you see a lot of people get upset um, on, on police officers' side, um, you know, the ones who don't fall into that category shouldn't be getting upset because they're not talking about them. Mm-hmm. And then so another point that we made was, well, you have the good cops and the bad cops, Right. And then and so okay, well, the good cops are the good cops, but do they say anything to hold the bad cops accountable when they are out of line? When they do something that's going to make them look bad? When they're going to do something that's going to create heat on all of them as a whole because of their actions? So now making that correlation to to the entire media, we know it's not everybody. You know what I mean? We know when you say the media, we don't. Make, I just told you, I they told you. I mean, you're in my fatherhood book. You know what <laughs> I mean? I interviewed you for my phone. I've known yeah. you for years. No, you do not fall into that category. But I will say that uh, that a lot of times, just like the good cops allow the bad cops to be able to speak for them, mm-hmm. a lot of times the media will allow those 10 members or whoever it is to be able to represent all of them. Uh,
2: I'm I, I stop you by saying this. One, okay. nobody nobody speaks for me, but if I was a cop and my, my boss was beating the shit out of black people, I, I would not be associated with it, and I would definitely have an issue with it. And, and something's going down. Yeah, I, 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 it's it's too politics and sports is too different, and and racism are, are different roads. It's what what we do. We said they used to mess with us when uh, early in my career. And David knows this. They called us the toy department. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I write in sports. I. I I don't want the stress of, of, of writing about real life issues that death, yes. deaths, politics, wars, rape, abortion. Like I don't want to write about that, man. I, I, I covered sports for a reason and I, my respect for the people that do work in those entities and tell those much needed stories is 10 times higher than anybody that writes for sports because I know the stress they come home to every day. Mm-hmm. So this i i don't want to compare my job to um what good and bad cops have to deal with every day right it's, it's that that wouldn't that wouldn't be fair
1: i would i would say this each time i mean mm-hmm. if if the inference if the if the if the idea is we should call out bad reporters and we should call out bad again it will require me to give them Power. to give them Um, Attention. Well, not attention. What's the word I'm looking for? It it will require me to give them power.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, Eleanor Roosevelt had this great saying. She used to say, Nobody, no one, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And so I believe I'm not, I do not, and I choose to do this. I just don't watch it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't watch it. So when, when people say did you see what was on and I go no, because I, I, I don't watch it. And because if, if I take my time to watch it, I am saying this is important enough for me to spend time watching it and to react to it and to base my opinions and what I'm going to write about and what I'm going to say uh, by what is on television. I choose not to do that. I don't think, I think most people in our business don't do it. Now, maybe some younger, maybe younger people in the profession do. I grant you that. I don't know what 28-year-old reporters watch every day. Maybe they do watch it. Maybe that's their whole worldview is based on that. That could be. It could be. And if that's the case, then that's a problem. (laughs) Um, Because anything that you give currency to can be, skewed right Mm -hmm. um but i i think most people just go about their daily business i got to write about the wizards getting monty morris in a trade you know what i mean like i'm not going to have time to watch even if i wanted to i couldn't watch first there even i don't want to and i don't want to tape it i don't want to tape fox i don't want to tape it like that that gives them power over me. Like, I got to see what they say before I decide what to write. Well, no, I don't because I choose not to. I'll, if I'm going to be wrong, I'm just going to be wrong on my own merits. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and so I'm just saying all of us, whether it's a writer or, or a social commentator or a general manager or an active player or a retired player, you have the choice to give credence to to people that you watch on TV. Mm -hmm. You can choose not to, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) And you can just say, well, that's part of the discourse and I I don't give it any more authority or power than I give any any columnist that I read. Um, I'm just saying it's a choice. I choose not to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wish them well, (laughs) but I choose not to.
0: Mm -hmm. Right, right. And I and I, you know, again, I say I have a lot of respect for the both of you and your body of work, um, the way that you conduct yourself, the way that you, you know, write your articles, the way that you cover the league and cover players, even when you're being critical of someone. You I know mean, what I mean? Really and I, I respect the way that you do that. But unfortunately, not everybody is David Aldridge or Mark Spears. Um, okay. but I want to thank you all for doing what you're doing and please encourage you to keep on Doing it, and this is a great discussion. Yes, you know, I love this. Yes, but, I agree. It was a great discussion.
1: So, anytime, I love talking to you about this stuff. I know you come to this from a genuine place, and so anytime you want to talk about anything, I'm, I'm with you. Let's have this. I mean, I think I always think it's better to talk than not to talk.
0: That's true. That will solve a lot
1: of our problems in this world if we would just talk about them.
0: You
2: know? Definitely agree. <laughs> Definitely agree. Definitely agree. So I'm yeah, not going to keep you I'm not going to keep y'all anymore. What's that? As young people say, facts. <laughs> you got the young people lingo now, huh, Mark? Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, well, listen, uh, again, I appreciate y'all for coming on the rematch. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm not going to take any more of your time. But uh, thanks again, and y'all stay safe out there. Yes, sir. You too, Eton. All it's right. Continue okay. successful, man. Thank you for listening to the rematch. You can find more episodes on basketballnews.com. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review. You can also find my articles on basketballnews.com along with exclusive content from Kenyon Martin, James Posey, and more. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at AtonThomas36. Let me know what you thought of this episode and who you'd like to see as a guest. I would love your feedback.